0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org/notes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Sister Billy's back with us, and she's loaded. You're going to like what she has to say. Welcome, Billy. Oh, thank you so much.
1: And really, I am. It just happened last night. I want to share something that just happened last okay, night. Okay,
0: good.
1: Just hot off the presses. Okay. And uh, it's going to deal with authority, authority of the believer. Uh, that message right now is the one that God is so heavily anointing me to preach Praise and teach God, I like I, that I just message. went up to Bishop uh, Butler's up in Detroit and that heavy anointing came we did an authority conference in Oklahoma City in March and that Heavy anointing Praise came God. because God wants to get this over to his people. That's right. And the believer's so authority. Oh, my life goodness gracious. sakes alive. Now, Brother Kenneth E. Hagan, I used to do his books and this book outsold every other book 10 to 1. And uh, I'm going to read to you what Brother Hagin said in his uh, foreword. Kenneth E. Hagan, Sr. Back in the 1940s, I asked myself the question, do we have authority that we don't know about? that we haven't discovered, that we're not using. I had had little glimpses of spiritual authority once in a while, like when He raised the dead, things like that. Yeah. But like others, I stumbled upon it and had exercised it without knowing what I was doing. I wondered, is the Spirit of God trying to show me something? So I began to study along this line, think along this line, feed along this line, and I began to see more and more light. Then. I came across a wonderful pamphlet entitled The Authority of the Believer by John A. Macmillan, a missionary to China and the Philippines. Um, As a result of my study, I concluded that we, as a church, a body of Christ, have authority on the earth that we've never yet realized, authority that we're not using. Mm. A few of us, I want you to remember this paragraph. A few of us have barely gotten to the edge of that authority. But before Jesus comes yes, again, yes, there's yes. going to be a whole company of believers who will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs. And they will do the work that God intended they should do. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, last night, we saw that company in action. And I'm going to tell you about that. But, you know, he, he referenced John A. McMillan. So this is John A. McMillan, which inspired Brother Hagen. This is what he said in the preface of his book. The rapidly approaching end of the age is witnessing a tremendous increase in the activity of the powers of darkness. Then he gives several things that he saw, but he died in 1956. So we have really seen the increase in the uh, powers of darkness. To meet the situation, the Church of Christ needs a new conception of prayer. The urgent call is for men and women wholly yielded to the Lord, whose eyes have been enlightened to see their ministry in the heavenlies to which they have been called. Such believers may in union with the great head of the body exercise an authority to which the powers of the air must give place wherever challenged. Now, remember Brother Hagin's last paragraph. A few of us have barely gotten to the edge of that authority. But before Jesus comes again, there's going to be a whole company of believers who will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs and they will do the work God intended they should do. Last night, right there at the parsonage with you, we saw a company of believers working together in their authority. And I want to tell you about it. Now for one week, the National Weather Service Storm Prediction Center gave out some dire uh, predictions. They said 60 million people should watch out for strong storms. The nastiest weather was predicted for an area from Houston north into Iowa. Quote, this type of environment will support supercells capable of all hazards, although large hail appears to be the primary severe threat, forecasters said. They called it a PDS. P as in Paul, D as in David, S is in Sam. PDS, particularly dangerous situation. Hmm. They alerted the whole country. And uh, forecasters said last week, now I'm taking this off of, of this morning's news. Forecasters said last week that the nation could have seen significant tornadoes Tuesday, but conditions weren't right for the biggest storms." So Mm -hmm. what they predicted didn't happen. Conditions. Yeah, the conditions changed. Now, here they were. The storms were coming, and uh, our graphics department uh, put up on Facebook a graphics uh, that I'm going to have them show you now of a tornado. And it says, um, Occupy your dominion over storms and tornadic activity. It shall not come near, and they quoted Psalm 91, and uh, you know, it shall not come near near your dwelling. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we said to the people, We are standing with you against these storms. Well, the people then, somebody else picked that graphic up, somebody else picked that graphic up. You know how social media does. And so the people then began to respond. So last night, I'm down at your house. The lightning is going. The storm is going. And um, so I went online to our Facebook page, and people all over the country, a company of believers using their authority, started writing in. And I'm going to read you some of the things they said. Diane, she said, prayed authority over the Oklahoma City, Norman, Dell City, Midwest City, Choctaw, and all surrounding cities. Now we had gone, the Lord had told us to go to Oklahoma City, greater Oklahoma City area, and have an authority conference in March. And one of the reasons uh, was that a lot of storms have come through there and hit more Oklahoma and wiped out a lot of area. So she's down there taking her authority. And the weatherman came on. She gives his name. And the weatherman said it was a miracle (laughs) that there have been no tornadoes, even though they had given us a PDS, particularly dangerous situation, warning for the path of the storm today. Yes, he actually used the word miracle.
0: Praise God. Virginia. Isn't
1: awesome? sent not that And uh, uh, there were hundreds of we these. We need a
0: copy of that. Though. Yeah,
1: of, the, of what the people say and what they said. What he said, what uh-huh. he said over there. And uh, Virginia, she says, we took authority over El Reno, Oklahoma, where we live. There was a wall cloud with circulation out our back door. And we told it, no, you will not That's produce right. a tornado. Right. It moved out quickly and it started to hail. And then we said, no, there will be no hail. And it stopped. I give God all the glory." Yes, glory glory to God. And this is Nathan. He said, "...we took authority over here in Alva, Oklahoma, where I live, and watched the hail stop. And the red part of the storm moved around the town where I live." He was watching that, you know, how they do that. Uh, Then someone writes in, uh, Cindy took authority in Moore, Oklahoma. Moore is the one that has been hit so hard with tornadoes in the past. Nanette writes... Or, you know, this is all on Facebook, and we're going back and forth with this. I have seen many miracles since watching Gloria stop a storm on video. Oh, I know what that was. <laughs> that was that time that you were in that. Where were An you airplane. preaching? No, 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 no. That time that the roof caved in. The roof where caved in that? on you, and you were preaching. Yeah. Where was it?
0: Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Yeah. That you, was a long. Yeah, that was a long time ago.
1: ago but th- listen, what this lady says. I have seen many miracles since watching Gloria stop a storm on video. You, I remember <laughs> the roof caved in, and you just kept on preaching, didn't you? I did. And they moved the people out. So she saw that, and that inspired her, and then she's done it since. Praise God. So I posted last night when I'm going back and forth with these people. I, You came into my bedroom, and we agreed and took our authority over the Fort Worth area. And then I posted that. I, I put the little chat up. I posted that Miss Gloria and I had just taken our authority over Fort Worth. Then Linda writes in, "Praise the Lord! I love you both. Trusting God with you too."
0: Praise. Isn't that amazing? What you can yes, what you can, you can do it. How you can get the But here, here's
1: what I want to say: It's a company of believers, and they were all working together yes. last night. Yeah. Now uh, we got uh, chats from Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, all the Central Plains states. And California wrote in, "We're standing with you." So Praise people God. in other parts, of the United, other parts of the United States, they were that company of believers, and they wrote in, uh, "We're standing with you." You know, they were taking part with us. They saw it happening. And Marie uh, from San Antonio wrote, "Wow, you just about got the whole of the USA covered." <laughs> and it was like that. They were all coming in. Now, how about standing and praying with San Antonio for a radical change in everything and everyone's lives? Sure would appreciate it. Well, Anne Marie, we don't have authority over everything and everyone's lives. We only have authority over Satan, demons, and demonic activity. But we have that authority. And so do you if and, you're born again. And so do you. Every person at their new birth. Is given authority, oh, and they may not know it, but the dev- devil and demons have to obey you. Yeah, and that- until you find that out, they run over you. That's exactly right. But you found it out a long time ago, oh, yeah.
0: didn't you? Yeah.
1: Well, tell about that airplane time with the tornado when you were. Oh,
0: we were going, we were in the air, and uh, we saw in the distance <coughs> this funnel come down. You saw it from the plane's window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out the cockpit window, and we, it just started coming down. And we said, you get back up there in the name of Jesus. And then (laughs) went, and gone. Gloria, that must have been a smaller plane if you were in the cockpit. Well, I wasn't flying. Yeah, but but you were up there. It was years and years ago, so I'm sure it wasn't legit. But anyway, it worked.
1: It worked. And And you you could see
0: it. You could see it. It went right back up there. And that's just, I think that was way back, way back in maybe 67 or something. And uh, it was amazing. It just went... You saw that tail go up? Yep. You told it to go up? To get back up there in the name yes. of Jesus.
1: That's the thing to do, tell them to go up. Mm-hmm. And of course, people who live in Oklahoma and- Or
0: dissipate. A lot no, of times the storms, you say, dissipate, I command you to dissipate. Don't you go anywhere. You dissipate in the name of Jesus.
1: Well, you know, uh, the Lord told us to have an authority conference in Oklahoma City, the greater Oklahoma City area. That's good. And uh, we did it in March. And throughout uh, my lifetime, the Lord would- uh, He would quicken me about Oklahoma City. Now, I was born in Tulsa and grew up around that area. But he would quicken me about Oklahoma City. Once was April 18th, 1995. uh, Shelly and I were doing a meeting for Norval Hayes. And we stayed up there in a motel he had up on the road. And then behind it was a church. And so Shelly and I were walking over to the church. And we heard this boom loud. I heard this boom loud explosion. I said to Shelly, did you hear that? And she said, no. We went on in the church and we were just weeping and crying. And Norville came in and he was weeping and crying. And the only thing I can tell you was we just wept and interceded really the whole night. Um, the next morning, April 19th, 1995, the Murrah building, federal mm-hmm. building in Oklahoma City was bombed and 168 people died and more than 300 injured buildings destroyed mm-hmm. everywhere. And um, so, then throughout the years, when something would happen, a shooting in Edmond, a post office shooting in Edmond, uh, of course, all this wicked weather, wicked weather that would come through. And uh, every time it would quicken to me in my spirit about Oklahoma City. Then, uh, last year, uh, a woman who worked for, uh, I think it was Vaughn Foods Distribution, uh, she was beheaded. Uh, A recent, uh, one of her fellow employees who had recently converted to Islam uh, cut her head off. Now, this was not in, um, this wasn't in Syria or Iraq. It was in Oklahoma City. And so the God, the Lord said to me, go to Oklahoma City area and do a conference. So we did. Now, we're praying out at Prayer Mountain before the conference. And before the conference, they're praying for me to have utterance and this and that. We're, We're, our prayer group out there, and suddenly Francine, this French lady, stood up and said, You will establish Goshen. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I saw a map of the United States like in a mini vision. And there were little areas around and it kind of shaded out like you see in the uh, flu season when they show you, well, the flu is hitting these areas and it'll have little areas where the Shaded out. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I saw this mini vision, this quick vision. And the Lord said to me, these are areas where the believers have established Goshen. Well, no I knew stop. what that meant. Gloria, I've got these scriptures down here for you. I when did. the children of Israel were over in uh, Egypt and they were were, were terribly uh, uh, persecuted, they were slaves. This was the end of the time they were over there. The Lord says in Exodus eight twenty two. Finally, he says, let my people go. And Pharaoh doesn't let his people go. So he has to send the plagues. And he sends the plagues in Exodus 8:22. God says, I will sever. That means cut out. Yes. I will sever in that day the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. To the end thou mayest know that I am Jehovah I in am. the midst of the earth. Mm. So the children of Israel lived in the land of Goshen. And God severed it. He cut it out, and the plagues didn't go there. This is Exodus 9, 22. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth your hand toward heaven, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, upon man, upon beast, in every herb of the field, throughout the land of Egypt. Moses stretched forth his rod toward the heaven, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire, ran along the ground, and the Lord mingled with the hail very... Um, uh, upon the uh, land, so there was hail, verse 24. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail, very grievous, such as was none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt. Verse 26, only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel was, where there was no Praise hail. God. Remember, when we read someone, they stopped the hail last night. Exodus 10:21. And the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And uh, the Lord Moses stretched forth his hand, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt. Three days they could not see one another. They neither rose from any place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Right. So there's what God. There's what God did. He severed Goshen. Now, we're in Branson, we're praying about this authority of the believer uh, conference, and the Lord tells us one quick word through, uh, through this French lady, you shall establish Goshen. I saw the map, I saw the areas. And the Lord said, this is where the believers have established Goshen. Back in the days of the children of Israel in the old covenant, God had to sever Goshen. But now, we are given the authority oh, on the earth, right. and we can establish Goshen. You can establish Goshen over your house. Mm-hmm. That's where the enemy cannot come. You can establish Goshen over your town, over your church, over your school. You do it with the authority of the believer. You establish an area where the enemy cannot come and where he has to obey you. You do it every morning. You sit in your chair. I recommend everybody get that book, Authority of the Believer by Macmillan. And we have a little, uh, we have a little book that tells you just how to do it, just how to sit in your chair every morning and take authority over the enemy and tell him what he can and cannot do. You plead the blood over you, you plead the blood over your children. You saw that last night. There was a wickedness in that tornado, mm. but the people. I like that one where they said we told the tornado to dissipate, it dissipated. We told the hail to stop, it stopped. Praise God. He's just the same. Yeah. He's still, but now we have a stat have to establish the area that doesn't know
0: what's coming in the world. That's right. We said to that uh, uh, tornado that day in the airplane, we saw it off in the distance and it was coming down. said, you get back up there in the name of Jesus. And he went You established Goshen over your airplane. That's right. Over the whole area. Yeah, over the whole area. Right up. You talk to storms and you talk to things. And I've been on, I've been on the freeway in a, a car, hit something and made it turn back turn on its side like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You get back down there in the name of Jesus now." That was a car in ahead of you, wasn't it? Yeah. Mhm. I mean, we've got authority, and we need to get in the habit. People that don't don't meditate on it, think about it, see it in the scripture, learn it. They don't think about it. They might say, "Yeah, we got authority," but then in the moment, they don't crisis, use it that you, you talk fear or something. So you have to get the word in your heart about your deliverance, and then you have to say it. See? We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.